enters our sanctuary tonight, dear Father, because we brought him with us. Those that are saved by the grace of God brought the Holy Spirit with them. Father, we pray that he has freedom to work tonight, speak to our hearts and our lives, and use me tonight, dear Lord, to uh, expound on your word in a way that might be pleasing to you, that the youngest child might be able to understand in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Look with me again, if you would, at those two verses of Scripture. What is prayer? What is real prayer? Have you ever thought about that? Uh, you know, we've, we've been hearing a lot about this great revival that's going on, and I think it's wonderful. I Amen. really do, and I don't uh, think a, I hate to hear people mock anything like that because uh, I, I'm, I'm, it scares me for people to mock things like yeah. that because I think it's great. And uh, I don't know if any of y'all uh, follow Ann Graham Lutz or not, but she said very plainly that it may be the latter rain right before Jesus' return. Woo, I got glory bumps and I read that. Uh, I love to hear that lady speak. It's Brother Billy Graham's daughter, those of you that don't know. She's wonderful, a wonderful speaker. Now look with me again, if you would, at those scriptures. They're wonderful to read. But what is real prayer? Ask, seek, knock, in one word. Ask, seek, and knock. Pray, pray, pray. And again, pray. Pray with sincerity. Pray and pray again. Whatever you pray for, according to the promise, whatever you ask shall be given unto you according to the word of God. If it's God's will to give it to you, you will be given uh, that request. I believe he answers our prayer in his own time. Amen. Not maybe when we want an answer, but he will answer your prayer one way or the other. It might not be the way we want it answered, but it will be his answer. And we need to understand that he's all-knowing. He is God. He's sovereign. He knows what we need when we need it. So God is himself fond of those that seek him. And if we find him, we have enough uh, uh, knowledge to know that he loves us and if we knock and, and if we seek then he will I believe answer our prayers one way or another listen to me tonight a uh, prayer is more than just saying words amen and it's more I think maybe last Wednesday night uh, that I spoke here I told you about a man named Ernest Mathis I told Sunday school about this dear man I asked him to dismiss in prayer. This was at the second yeah. church that I pastored in Dalton, Georgia. Yeah. I asked him to stick out to dismiss in prayer. This man stood out in his, in his 80s, I guess, wasn't he? He got out in the middle of the aisle and didn't, didn't hear a word. But the floor underneath his feet was soaking wet. You didn't hear the prayer, but he wept. He wept that prayer. It was wonderful. He was an amazing gentleman. He really was. But it's more than just uh, words. I assure you that prayer is bowing the soul and the knees before God. It's bowing and recognizing that He is God Amen. and seeking His face. The Bible says in Ephesians 3 and 14, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father our Lord of our Lord Jesus Christ. That to begin with, we need to call Him Father. If we're saved, we can call Amen. Him our Father who yeah. art in heaven. I love that prayer, don't you? Our Father who art. Can you say that tonight? I hope and pray you can say Amen. our Father who art in heaven. Uh, let me say this. I, I, uh, if you can't say that, you've got a problem. Yeah. I'm not judging. I'm just telling you. You've got a problem if you can't say our Father. If you can't call him Father, then you've got a problem and you need to address that problem tonight. Amen. Listen, prayer is pouring out the heart to God. It's pouring our heart out 
before him. In 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 9 through 18, it, it's, it's Hannah's prayer. Look over there for just a moment. I'll read a couple of scriptures there. And in 1 Samuel, I believe it is, Bible says there in verse 9, chapter 1, verse 9. I believe this is the first lady recorded in the Bible that prayed. I'm not positive. I believe that my mindset, let's remember that. I believe Hannah was the first lady. The Bible says, so Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh and after they had drunk. Now Eli the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. I'm not going to read it all, but you read that sometime for yourself. Hannah. There in the Word of God, she prayed and she wept uh, before God now. Listen, prayer is lifting up the soul unto God. It's lifting our soul to God. God wants to hear from you. Yeah. God already knows what you're going to say before you ever say it, but He wants to hear from His children. Don't you love just to sit down with your children and talk to them? Don't you love it when your children talk to you? Yes. God loves for us Amen. to talk to Him. He just wants to communicate with us. He wants to sit down and talk to us. That's what prayer is all about. That's what prayer. We don't just need to go to him when we're having problems. We need to go to the Lord Jesus Christ all the time. We need to be in prayer constantly. Amen. All the time. Prayer is lifting up the soul unto God. Psalms 25 verse 1. The Bible says, Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. In Lamentations 3 and 41, the Bible says, Let us lift up our heart with our hands unto God in the heavens. Somebody has got a problem with people raising their hands and shouting and praising. I don't have a problem with that. If God's in it, amen, I don't have a problem with it at all. I think we ought to praise the Lord amen. and give Him honor and glory. I, I truly do. I think it's marvelous what's going on in our colleges today. I think it's amazing. I truly do. I talked to, uh, I saw where Mark Yoho uh, talked about a revival going on in Calhoun. He said there were so many people there he couldn't even get to the parking lot, let alone get in the building. And that's it happening in Calhoun, Georgia, by the way, a revival going on this way. Uh, prayer is lifting up our soul to God, lifting our soul up to Him. Listen, the soul that bows itself low before the Lord can then lift up unto God. We can lift up ourselves to God when we pray up to Him. Listen, prayer is looking up to God in expectancy. Amen. What good is it to pray? Does it do us to pray if we don't expect? Amen. We ought to have faith and belief that God will answer our prayers. That He's going to answer those prayers. Listen, my friends. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 5, verse 3, My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Looking up to God, looking up to Him with an expectancy is an act of prayer and an act of faith and belief. Listen, David expected to see God's approval, of which to him meant that the Lord would grant his petitions. Amen. Think about that now, my friend. Listen to me tonight. In the book of Mark, chapter 1, verse 24, the Bible says this. It's beautiful scripture. In the book of Mark, Chapter 1, verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. How many believe that tonight? Amen. Believe that we've got a next, uh, God that will answer our prayer. 
He will, what it says again, listen to me. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Wow, what an amazing promise in the Word of God. What is prayer? Just us speaking to God, us talking to God, us communicating to God. Listen, that's where our power comes from. Did you know that? That's where our power comes from. We have power through the Holy Spirit of God when we speak to Him. We have power, my friend, uh, with God. Listen to me tonight. Ask, ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be open. Oh, what a, a divine revelation we find here uh, in the book of Matthew chapter 7. Listen, prayer is seeking the face and favor of God. That's seeking his face, my friends. Psalms chapter 27, verse number 8. The Bible says, When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. What a wonderful scripture we find there. The approval of his face means he will, listen, grant our petitions. He'll grant our petitions. Listen, prayer is calling upon the name of the Lord. In the book of Genesis, chapter 12, verse 8, the Bible says, And there he built an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. The first man that I know of that I can uh, place my mind on right now would be Abraham. Think about Abraham's prayers. Think about the prayers of Abraham. What about when he placed Isaac on that old altar? What about that? Is that not a picture of God, of the Lord Jesus Christ dying for our, our sins? Um, listen, but he said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute now. Abraham, he says, there's a ram over there in the bushes. He said, whoa, don't, don't you, don't slay your son. But Abraham had enough faith to believe. So he placed his son on the altar there. On the altar and was going to sacrifice him. But God said, whoa, wait a minute. Listen, the Christian who always addresses deity as God or oh God needs to learn a little bit closer. A little bit closer and dearer relation with him. And they need to say, Father, Father, oh Father, Heavenly Father. What wonderful words that we find there. Listen, prayer is making supplication to God. In the book of Job, chapter 8, verse 5, make thy supplication to the Almighty. Make our supplication. You know what, supp what supplication is? To supplicate, you know what that is? It's to make a humble entreaty or earnest petition to God. That's what supplication is. Make an earnest entreaty to God. Listen, my friend. Prayer is a language of want and not asking. Listen, this asking uh, may impress itself in, in repetitions. The repetition is asking for a good thing. It's not vain. It's things that are not vain. Listen to me tonight. I want to tell you this. Years ago, I can't remember what you, maybe Hazel can help me, but I, I went for my Insurance license. That's one of the hardest tests I've ever taken. This was years ago. What do you remember what year it was? So many years ago. I was young. And you know I took that test three times. And it cost to take that test. Downtown Atlanta. I'm in a high rise. 
We, we used to live in there, but I was in one of them high-rise, uh, I think it was about 13, 14 floors. And anyway, I got in there the third time. This time I had to pay for it. The first two times the company paid for it. This time I had to call to take that exam. And they give you a little screen with a pencil. They put a little card in that computer screen, and you got a pencil with a with a eraser tip on the other end, and you touch the screen with that to give you answers. And uh, they put my little uh, card in that thing, and twice they'd already done it, and I already failed it twice. And you had to wait so many months to go back and take it. So this was my third time. And uh, they put that little card in that screen. But I want to tell you this before I ever took that test. I was in the basement in my automobile. I had a yellow, one of these yellow pads. And I started writing this verse of scripture. And I wrote that scripture over and over and over again. Let me read that to you. Bible says in Philippians 4 and 19, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I wrote that scripture over and over and over again. I went up about 13, 14 floors up there and the room was full. I stuck that card in that computer and I started that test. I, was look, I looked right out the window. I, didn't know, I couldn't see anybody else, but me and the Lord was there. And guess what? I took that test and I passed it with flying cars. Amen? Amen. I, I mean, I passed that test. But they could hear me shout all the way down that elevator, all over <laughs> that building. You know what strange thing is? I, I was late getting home. Hazel thought something probably happened to me because I got lost trying to find my way home. And I, I, we, I lived in Atlanta. That's where I live. And I, I drove around. I don't know how many times I circled that thing. Circled Atlanta trying to find my way home because I was so excited what the Lord had done for me. It was God that done that. God answered my prayer. He answered. Let me tell you this about that, that verse of Scripture. Let me read it again. Bible says, But my God shall supply all your need now let me say this. A lot of people, are, uh, they'll make that plural. They'll say needs. But the King James says need. Need. It don't say needs. You know, I, I, we only have one need. Only one. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That's the only need we have. When, we've got, when you got Jesus, you don't need nothing else. Amen. You just need Him. Amen. Yep. And He's who got me through that test. He's the one that passed that test for me because I sure didn't know what I was doing. Amen. Young fella taking it. You wouldn't believe that test. There's about 500 questions on anything. And every one of them was, uh, it was unreal. So I don't know. It, God had to do it because I sure did. I promise you that. Listen, my friends. God will supply all your need according. I preached one time at my home church, Southern Grove Baptist Church in Rock Springs. I was a young fella. I had this other preacher in there, and he, well, he, was, he was intelligent, very intelligent. And I used that verse wrongly. I said needs, plural. And he, boy, after the service, he let me know about it too. He said, it, it's not needs, it's need. We have only one need, friends, and that's Jesus Christ. And I pray tonight, if you don't have him, if you don't know him, that tonight you will. You don't know him beyond a shadow of a doubt. So listen, we all have a need, and that need is Jesus, and I pray you have him tonight.
I pray you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Listen, the greatest prayer I believe in the Word of God. Let me read it to you, and then I'll try to hush. One of the greatest prayers I believe in the Bible is Romans chapter 10, verse number 13. The Bible says there, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Not could be. Right. Not want to be. But he says shall be. Past tense. Wasn't that wonderful? I mean, all you got to do is just call on his name. Amen. That's powerful, isn't it? Yeah. Just call on the name of Jesus and you can be saved. If you've never been saved tonight, you can be. By that one verse of scripture, all you have to do, let me read a little bit more. I done told y'all a lie. I said I was going to hush. <laughs> Listen to this. The Bible says in, in the same chapter, verse 9, 10 and Back up to those. The Bible says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with a heart man believeth unto righteousness and with a mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. It's wonderful, isn't it? Amen. Would you bow your head with me as Miss Kathy comes for the piano and our song director comes and get a song ready, please, sir. Y'all pray for our pastor. I know what it's like to have a dental work done. I'm telling you. Oh. Yes, ma'am. I just want to get everyone to pray for my husband's family. Uh, they're burying my ex-sister-in-law's son tomorrow. He's uh, 31. Oh, my goodness. Let's remember this. Thing. I, let's go ahead before we sing anymore. Let's, let's remember that in prayer. And my next-door neighbor stopped me on the way out the door today. Her name's Marie, and she asked for a prayer. For her. So please yeah, remember uh, that also. Thank you. And then remember Frank as he has surgery in the morning. Yeah, remember Frank having surgery in the morning. He's having bariatric, bariatric surgery. Yeah, no? Hip oh, hip replacement. Yeah. This time, hip replacement. Yeah. Yeah, let's remember <coughs> Frank. Amen. Anyone else? And, uh, Sarah, too. Yeah. Remember Sarah, yes. Yeah. yeah, Frank's daughter. Please remember her. Any others? Amen. Amen. We'll have a word of prayer. We'll, and after we sing, we'll just meet in the altar if you'd like to. And pray. Pray for this one. Amen. Amen. And listen, if you don't know Jesus, this is your time. God's given you the opportunity right now through the Holy Spirit to come and know Him. Amen.
tonight. And this old thing comes to an end. Would you wake up in glory? Listen. Russia and China at any moment could push a button. Any moment. North Korea. They could push a button at any time. I believe Ann Graham Lutz knew what she was talking about. I believe the latter reigns are here. I believe Jesus is coming sooner than what we think. We need to pray that prayer. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Those of you who would like to meet us in the altar down here, would you come? If you're not able to come to the altar, that's fine. But if you'd like to come to the altar, let's pray for these. Please come. You don't have to, but if you'd like to, come. Give you just a few moments. Remember Brother Ron and his dear wife, Wanda? <coughs> All right. I ever hit about every eye closed. I'm going to talk to you for just a moment before we pray. Is there anyone in this house that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Please raise your hand. I'm not going to come back and bother you. I will not bother you at all. But if you're not saved, would you raise your hand? Only you and the Lord knows that. We don't know. Would you do that? Well, maybe you're here tonight and you're backslidden. In other words, you've moved away from God a little bit. Would you raise your hand? Say, preacher, pray for me. Bless your heart. You know, the Bible says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now let me add this to this prayer. If there's unconfessed sins in your life, your prayer is to no avail. You must confess your sins in order for your prayers to be truly heard of God. Amen. So if you're here tonight and you're lost, would you please raise your hand? Or if you're cold, indifferent, backslidden in any way, if you'd like someone to talk to you, just raise your hand again. My wife would love to talk to you. She would love to. Anyone, anywhere. All right, we're going to have a word of prayer. A prayer for all these and a prayer of dismissal. I'm going to ask Brother Roger if you'd start this prayer. And I'm going to ask this dear Papa Law to end this prayer. Amen. Father God, we thank you. For your mercy and grace, God, I thank you, Lord, for the one that's assembled tonight. God, the way that we can come and give thee praise, God, I thank you, Lord, that we have thankful hearts, God. Yes, Lord. Lord, we want to see people come to the saving knowledge of Christ. God, I thank you, Lord, for the preacher that comes. Lord, as he's presented the gospel, Lord, as we need you. There's only one way to heaven, and that's through Jesus Christ. And God, that we may not set ourselves idols, but Lord, that we draw close to the one who made us and designed us to praise the Almighty God. And I thank you, Lord, for this church and what it represents. God, may we go out and win souls to you. Lord, forgive us, Lord, for we fail. Forgive our unbelief. Lord, help us to have those things that are important in our life, which is you. 
up and forth by us, Lord, in our lives that you're, you're the center for Lord, that we base all of our decisions. God, we thank you. We love you. In Jesus Christ's name. Go ahead, my Father, right? this church in the coming days. Thank you for the peace and fellowship we have, Lord. God, this can't worship it in way. Forgive us where we fail. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. 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 Look somebody's neck real good. <laughs> right, yeah.